Welcome to Only Today, a Gathering Mana podcast, where Catholic moms can find practical tips, advice, and help that will equip them to live more joyfully in their vocations as mothers and wives. This series is called Pray With Me. Here we will explore what it means to dwell moment by moment with God and keep our hearts near Him amidst the busy work of motherhood. Together we're going to learn how to apply contemplative spirituality to the everyday moments of ordinary life. Let's listen in. Welcome back to our series, Transforming Prayers for Catholic Moms. Last week, we began to unpack a beautiful prayer called the Litany of Humility. I'm going to read it again in its entirety because, hey, who doesn't need this prayer again and again, right? After I read it, we will be camping in the second half of this prayer today, dealing with our fears and our need for Jesus to deliver us from the grip those fears have on our hearts. So let's read the litany again. O Jesus, meek and humble of heart, hear me. From the desire of being esteemed, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being loved, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being extolled, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being honored, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being praised, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being preferred to others, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being consulted, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being approved, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being humiliated, Deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being despised, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of suffering rebukes, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being calumniated, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being forgotten, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being ridiculed, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being wronged, Deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being suspected, deliver me, Jesus. That others may be loved more than I, Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. That others may be esteemed more than I, Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. That in the opinion of the world, others may increase and I decrease, Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. That others may be chosen and I set aside. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. That others may be praised and I unnoticed. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. That others may be preferred to me in everything. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. That others may become holier than I, provided that I become as holy as I should. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. There are three things that every single person on this earth has in common. The impulse to love and be loved, fear, and the spark of divine life of God inside of them. When we are not being driven by love, we are likely driven by fear, like anxiety, worry, or um, perception of the events around us that causes us to view things negatively or to be afraid of outcomes. 
the Bible says that those two things, fear and love, while they often commingle, cannot really be in the driver's seat at the same time. It says that perfect love casts out fear. Over 300 times in the Bible does God say, do not fear, or something to that effect. St. Teresa of Avila asks Jesus to perfect her in love. She also says that when we ask for this, he will enlarge our hearts so much that we cannot contain it. Wow, sign me up. I would love to be able to rise above my human love and ability to be merciful, to be a direct channel through which God can pour his love. I would really love to not struggle with fear, anxiety, and worry. How about you? For me, there's comfort in God's word. Oh, how his word reminds us that although we are frail and fearful, we are not overcome and that when we, must, when we bring these fears to Him, He will take them gently and stir us to love, trust, and confidence in Him more and more. He will lead us out of our fears, but we do have to take His hand, don't we? Right now, a little later today, tonight, tomorrow, again tomorrow, and on and on, we have to take His hand. So today we're asking Jesus to deliver us from our fears, our deepest fears, the fears that are unspoken but that from a psychological standpoint can drive all our behaviors if we are, they are not examined. Today might be hard to listen to at parts. It's hard for me to talk about it, about these deep fears. Fair warning, I may struggle to get through some of this and have to pause, but we'll get through it together. I feel better knowing that you're listening and that I'm not alone as I walk through these fears and as I face them head on. I have anxiety about my fears. How ironic is that? I have fear about my fear. I'm sure you get it. But, the, but let's start with the first, or let's start with this, the last section in the first line of the, the middle section, excuse me, of this, of this prayer. And it's focusing on those fears. So let's start with the first line. From the fear of being humiliated, deliver me, Jesus. There is nothing worse than being made fun of in front of someone else or to have your less than desirable qualities on display for the criticism or the inter entertainment of others. Unfortunately, this happens in families sometimes and it happens at work too and in any of the places that we're involved or we're giving our heart or working in. It's really painful. The fear of being humiliated keeps me from speaking up or stepping up sometimes. It keeps me from sharing my passions or my convictions for fear that someone will call me a hypocrite or worse, a fraud. From the fear of being humiliated, deliver us, Jesus. From the fear of being despised, deliver me, Jesus. We're fearful that when other people see our not-so-polished parts, that they will despise them just as we do. So we shut ourselves up and we build walls. We don't want to be seen as we see ourselves. It's almost as if we intrinsically know that we're probably judging too harshly ourselves and we expect others to do the same. It actually really hurts when they do the same and judge us harshly. The fear of being despised keeps me from being vulnerable and open. And Jesus, I need you to deliver me from that. From the fear of suffering rebukes. Deliver me, Jesus. 
I hate being corrected, even if it's merited. I don't want to be held accountable or told how I should do something. Everything in my pride and my ego fights against this. And so I build a fortress around my heart. I don't ask for help with secret sins or struggles. I don't seek wise counsel because I don't want to be held accountable. I lash out at anyone who tries to correct me. And Jesus, I need you to deliver me from this tendency today. From the fear of being calumniated, which means to be lied about or slandered, or even misinterpreted, or just misrepresented in words that we've said or actions that we've taken or things like that. From the fear of being calumniated, deliver me, Jesus. This fear keeps me preoccupied with justifying myself or wondering what other people will or are thinking or saying. This is a fruitless distraction that takes my gaze far away from you and keeps me locked in a cycle of self-absorption. Deliver me, precious Lord, from caring about the opinion of man when your heart is deserving of my focus. From the fear of being forgotten, deliver me, Jesus. This fear causes me to posture and manipulate instead of speaking with authenticity about my true needs. Help me to be bold, bold with your meekness, Lord, which is power under restraint. Help me to be confident in asking for what I need without manipulation or passive-aggressive behavior. Deliver me, Jesus, from my tendency to let my fear of being forgotten control me and the way I interact with other people. From the fear of being ridiculed, deliver me, Jesus. Much like being humiliated or rebuked, this fear strikes terror in my heart. I don't want someone to speak to me harshly. And they absolutely shouldn't without just cause. But this fear, like others, keeps me from speaking up and stepping up far too often. Jesus, help me to be brave. Help me to make straight paths for my feet and keep my thoughts on you so that I can live with a clean conscience, living by my values. From the fear of being wronged, deliver me, Jesus. Of all of my fears, this one sums up all of them. I don't want to be hurt. I don't want to be let down. I don't want to be wronged, but I will be. If I live with and love humans, they are going to hurt me from time to time. Help me to hold all things loosely in this regard and to accept that the humanity of others is not necessarily personal to me. When I am wronged, I have you to run to, who, you who was so wronged, and yet you never stopped seeing and loving with a merciful eye and heart. Give me your merciful eyes and heart, Lord, and deliver me from the fear of being wronged. From the fear of being suspected, deliver me, Jesus. There's nothing worse than being suspected of having wrong motives that you didn't have or having your words twisted into something they were not, or worse, falsely accused. The injustice of this goes straight to our soul and it's a helpless feeling. I feel helpless when I'm afraid of this and I know that this is not from you. This fear keeps me from feeling safe with the people who love me and it makes me very defensive. Jesus, deliver me and free me to seek only your vindication. 
There are some overarching principles about all of these fears that are worth examining today. Number one, each of these fears boils down to being isolated, misunderstood, or emotionally hurt, wounded, or left alone. Number two, these fears are often made worse by the fact that these feelings are absolutely inevitable. Pain that is surely coming when you deal with other people. That's just a part of life. This makes anticipating those fears and that pain all the more painful. Jesus promised us that we would suffer just as he did to some degree. He spoke directly about the individual crosses we would all bear and that in order to grow in him, we would need to take up those crosses daily and follow him. To follow him in our crosses is to bear them as he did, faithfully, resolutely, eyes on the Father. Bearing of these fears that we have in our heart is part of bearing that cross and offering those pains and sufferings to him in order for him to redeem them and to give us his comfort in those crosses is a part of our journey. Number three, these fears are sometimes made worse by the silent but sort of deeply intrinsic knowledge to us that we weren't made to be hurt, to have pain, or, or even to die. There's something inside of us that knows that that's not the way it's supposed to be. That wasn't the original design. Pain entered through separation from God, and it is now transformed by uniting that pain with Him on the cross to experience undying love once again. In God's economy, this inevitable pain stemming from human relationships becomes a bond through which we unite more fully with Him as we offer those sufferings to Him to refine and use for His glory and our growth. All of Jesus' sufferings were united to the Father and offered to Him, and so ours can also be united to the Father and offered through Jesus to Him. So as we gather all of these fearful places in our hearts, we have a real opportunity to turn these fears into willful trust, to return to Jesus alone there in the garden, suffering all of this at once, just as we do, to crouch down next to him, to reach for his hand, and to whisper like the blind man in the road, if you want to, you can heal me. That may seem like a strange statement, but in order for us to let God heal us, or for, in order for us to experience the healing of God, really, sometimes we have to give him permission. Sometimes it's easier to hold on to those wounds and fears than to expose them to the light of his healing. When we say to him, here are my fears, deliver me from them, perfect me in love, a beautiful thing happens. We draw closer to him than ever before as we unite our human sufferings with his sufferings. His pain commingles with ours and we truly begin to understand that just being present with Jesus in our pain and our fear is to be present with him in his. He wants to share our pain and for us to comfort him and console him in his pain. Listen to his words to us in scripture and in the writings of some of our sister saints. To St. Margaret Mary, he said, Behold this heart, which loves so much, 
and is so little loved in return. One author priest comments on this, on this um, message of Jesus to Sister Margaret Mary when he says, Love means vulnerability. So Jesus presents a heart here that hurts along with ours in just the same ways that our hearts hurt. By abandonment, rejection, betrayal, indifference. The, the revelations she received from the Sacred Heart do tell us how God feels about us. We learn that Jesus feels and cares about our response or our lack of response. Our own caring about whether others love us by Jesus' example is therefore not a shortcoming or a sign of maturity. It's a part of loving one another and God. Psalm 142 is said to foreshadow the inner thoughts of Christ on the cross when it says, In the path where I walk, they have hidden a trap for me. Look on my right. I look on my right hand and I see there is no one who takes notice of me. No refuge remains to me. No one cares for me. And to his disciples, he says, Could you not stay and watch one hour with me? To St. Faustina, he says, See what the love for human souls has done for me. My daughter, in your heart, I find everything that so great a number of souls refuse me. Your heart is my repose, my resting place. In each of these and many more instances, it is revealed to us that the heart of Jesus does in fact suffer pain, and that is why his mercy stretches out to us in ours. When we give Jesus the authority to deliver us from the stronghold our fears have on us, we're saying to him, number one, you and I are the same. I empathize with you, Jesus. I am offering you all of the ways I have been humiliated and all of my fears. I know that you had fears and you were humiliated too in ways small and large. And I am asking you to heal me and use all of this for your glory. Number two, we're saying, I am willing to give space to you in my heart by letting go of my fears so that I can be more present to you and your will in my life and to console you in your own pain. These are powerful and transforming prayers, mamas. And so we ask Jesus to deliver us from the fears that grip us. Oh, good Jesus, hear us. Give us the courage to want, to want, to want, even if we don't want now, to offer our fears to you. Next week, we will look at the very last section of this prayer as we wrap up our series, Transforming Prayers for Catholic Moms, the Litany of Humility. God bless you this week, and I look forward to seeing you next week. And please know, my prayer is for you to find joy today in the little things and until we meet again, seek him moment by moment because he is always seeking you.